Thank you for listening to this podcast episode from Second Stage Ministries. To find out more on Second Stage Ministries, please go to secondstageministries.com or find us on Facebook. And now to this week's episode. Hey there, everybody. I wanted to share a story slash thought with you today that was actually really cool and inspiring. And it actually didn't come from anybody directly, but it was much more inside a worship experience that I felt this. And it was a really kind of cool moment for me. But it did come out of some other things that started last fall and with a recent release from Elevation Worship and some other expounding thoughts on this idea from Pastor Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church. Now, I will say sometimes I listen to Pastor Stephen, and there are things that really help me. And then there are sometimes things that are just kind of like, hey, that's a cool thought. But then there are other times those thoughts just like run, and things start unlocking, and keys, and all of this stuff start coming up. And it's just a really exhilarating time. Pastor Stephen, by the way, outside of my local church pastors, is probably one of my favorite guys to listen to. He's he's a young guy, and he really preaches the house down. So I'm really excited when I get to catch him online and stuff like that. Um, and the last time that I listened to him, I actually wrote an entire series for this podcast and started this podcast with that series called Breakthrough. Out of just one thing that Pastor Stephen said came three or four 20-minute episodes for me. And it was just a really cool time when that happens. And this story is no exception. But it starts with my local church worship experience on Good Friday. My church has two campuses. One is a little bit bigger, so the music is generally louder and there are more people. But this particular Good Friday, I had some things come up, some plans changed, and so I wound up not being able to attend the normal 1230 service that I normally attend. And this noon service, sorry, noon to 1230 is usually what that service is. So most churches kind of do that some, but... Anyway, it's more kind of like a quick lunch break service. And it's really cool. It's really great. But I'd always felt the nudge to attend our other campus, which is a little smaller. But on Good Friday evening, they do a longer hour and a half service. That's more of a worship service with a little bit of kind of preaching in between. And then they do communion, and it's really a great time. So... I decided this year that because I couldn't make the noon one like I normally do, it was time for a change. And so I went to the Elkhart campus. And 
uh, my girlfriend and I, we went and went with my dad and my two kids, and we all went to experience this different kind of worship style. And I say it's different because, like I said, the main campus is loud and has you know, a whole bunch of lights, and it's just it's a, it's a cool place to be. But the, the other campus is a little smaller, it's a little quieter, and it's a little more on the acoustic side of things. So it adds a total different vibe to it. And what I got to experience there was something that I don't get to experience at the campus that I normally go. Because I usually attend the main campus. I live close to it. That's usually the campus that I go to. And it's really an awesome time there as well. But the music's loud. And when the music's loud, it drowns out the people around you. And so you can't really hear them sing or respond back or whatever happens to be going on during the worship portion of the service. Sometimes they joke that the music's up really loud so you don't have to hear the bad singers in the congregation and it's really funny and that's great and all. But this particular time, the softer music, you could hear the people around you sing and it was actually a really awesome time. It brought me back to when I used to lead worship for one of my other churches that I went to and I used to lead worship and one of the biggest like excitements for me was the fact that I could hear them sing back. I could hear a couple hundred people singing back to God, not to us, but to God. And it's always amazed me and baffled me and perplexed me why I love that so much. Then last fall, it kind of came to light why I did. And it was something that I didn't even know I was thinking. It was something that I didn't even know I was able to like process. I didn't know why I loved hearing the surrounding people worship and praise Jesus, their Savior, until Elevation Worship released the album called Hallelujah Here Below last fall. And in that particular album... They talk about the kind of worship that we can give God that beats any all, any and all kind of worship. And it really got me thinking in that way, and it really got me wondering exactly what that meant. As a matter of fact, at that album record, right, Elevation Worship records their albums live at one of their campuses of their church. And so Stephen Furtick actually got up and he had these words to say to the congregation during the album record. There's a place for you in the family of God. He is pleased with the offering. What can we offer the king of all? What would he want with these broken stones, these dysfunctional people? What would he want with humanity? But our Hallelujah, here below is a sound that the angels can't make because they've never been redeemed like we've been redeemed. There is a praise that can only come from broken people who know that if it had not been for the mercy of God, I wonder, are there any living stones for the old broken hallelujah? Would you just lift your voice right now? He wants to hear your hallelujah. You see, God loves our worship. 
He's not bored with the angels worship. The angels declare his name. Everything that has breath declares the name of the Lord, Psalm 150 says. And he's not bored with the angels worship. The angels worship is the best to him too. After all, that opening hymn that I started with, the doxology, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him, heavenly hosts. But there's something that the angels can't do. They've never been in a place of brokenness. They've never been in a place that's been beat up. They've never been in a place that they've been restored from. We have. And I don't think anybody could have said it any better than Stephen Furtick. I believe that is the heartbeat of God. I believe that amongst the choirs of angels that sing to him on a daily basis in heaven, when he hears our worship, when he hears our voice, he sits up, leans in, and I believe tears swell up in his eyes. And I believe he says, that's my song. That's my people. Oh, what a day that heaven's going to be like when we're all up there, perfected in a way, but still singing our praises to God. But right now, God turns his ear in. And it makes me think that it's just a paradox. It doesn't make sense that us, a broken mess, us, a a pile of people that just come from all places and all areas, can sing a praise to God that makes him the happiest. That's a sweet sound in his ear. That we can sing these songs to him. And it's the best that he's heard. As I stood there, the words that you just heard from Pastor Stephen, also the the more updated, shorter version that he kind of said at the beginning of his Palm Sunday message, he said these words, and I'm standing there listening as these words are just, what does he want with these broken hallelujahs? Well, they're his hallelujahs. They're the best ones for him. He's standing here, and I'm just thinking of the smile on God's face as the couple hundred people I was standing in a room with are praising Jesus, lifting their hands, and singing and shouting their admiration to the one that saved them. My God, what a moment it was. I get chills now just saying it, just retelling it, and experiencing it. And I've experienced an elevation crowd too. And the thing is, is you can't hear them though because the music is loud there too. But you know there's people singing. People worship Jesus because of what he did. And there's no other worship like it. There's no other worship that makes God lean in. There's no other worship that makes him so joyful. Psalm 150 tells us to let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And everything does praise the Lord. But according to God, we praise him, worship him the best because we've had it all to lose. But we've gained it all because of what Jesus did for us. 
We've been restored. We've been redeemed. We've been renewed. We've been reactivated. We've been lifted up by Jesus. And the praise that comes from that is nothing but a paradox because I don't understand it, but it's a sweet sound in God's ear. Thank you again for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and that it blessed your day. Once again, to find out more information, please visit secondstageministries.com or find us on Facebook. Also, share this with your family and friends. Thanks again.